0: What's your weird story? Hello, Hello Weirdsville! Weirdsville. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Uh, this is Barry, one of your co-hosts for the What's Your Weird Story podcast. We hope you're doing well. And uh, I know we're doing well because we are still in the middle of celebrating our four-year... Anniversary, which is still just mind boggling. And, and we had such a great time uh, that we wanted to give you a little bit more of the celebration. So we decided to cut it, the episode, into two parts and uh, are excited to bring to you the second half.
1: That's right, Bear. And it is me, your other host, Adam Beebe. Yes, that's Adam and, uh, right there. <laughs> and uh, we did have such a great time talking to our special correspondents uh jeff hubbard and bobby is keen uh go check out her music it's i y e s k e e n on spotify really cool stuff we've talked about her before um anyway we had such great time talking with those two we had a super long chat and so we decided that we would cut it up and cut out cut it into the best parts and make that two episodes. um, Because, you know, we tend to wander off in conversation on a regular episodes. These, this one uh, lengthy conversation the four of us had was uh, a lot of fun, but we're going to uh, breeze by some of that and bring you the choicest bits and also some more sound bites from the stories that we're referencing. So, we here 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 we go. We ready, everybody. Sitting down, make sure the bar is covering your lap and locked in. Keep your hands and legs and uh, everything inside the car at all times as we continue our fourth anniversary special
0: of What Your Weird Story Podcast. do <laughs> 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 Okay, so I want to I want to touch on a story real quick about (coughs) shadow people. Mm. And this was this goes back to when Vinny, uh, your friend Vinny, was on the show. And I think that was gosh, that was in the first year have to be in the first year. yeah. Yeah. And I think that might have been the first time that I had paid attention to a story about a shadow person don't think i've ever heard a a uh, uh, really a story about that before really so yeah i mean i just i i want to say that that was probably the fir- it's the first time i've heard the definition anyway of okay. it you know and this thing okay. was like you know sort of torturing him as far as like you know really fucking with him um uh and and then since then we've had quite a few uh, shadow story uh incidents and people talking about but um really a great episode and Vinnie was a great storyteller man and yeah. just uh you know if you guys haven't heard that you get you need to go back you need to find we'll f- we'll find that episode number um mm-hmm. for some reason iTunes is not allowing me to go back but to like episode 53 won't go back any further than that
2: yeah I did that you, to me on Spotify too
0: did it
1: yeah that's one thing that uh for a lot they only limit they limit the amount of shows that can be loaded up. So the early shows, which are, you know, some of the are not as good shows as far as uh, our ability to be spectacular podcast hosts. But some of those great early episodes you can find on the uh, official What's Your Weird Story podcast. Uh, What's Your Weird Story website? com. Yeah, Benny had that story and the... Um, I also really enjoyed his story of that weird night that he had in, in when he was uh, I think seventeen or something in in, in uh, Greenville, where he just kind of like fuck it and went along with the, this cr- yeah the crazy guy. night yeah
0: the crazy night <laughs> and man it yeah.
1: this weird like David Lynch kind of indie you know yeah underground film yeah. And he and you know just you know basically robbing a drug dealer, uh, um, or, and then going over to, uh, the, the, the weird house that was decorated, like yep. something out of a John Waters film. Yep. Uh, and, yep. and, uh, <laughs> just experiencing that and made and the guy smoking crack and just, yeah, weird times, yeah, man. Yeah. 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 That was, uh, <laughs> that was, that was hilarious. I also, uh, as far as fun, um, <laughs> unexpected stories about, um, there was Justin's, uh, Justin Little's, uh, break it. Let's break out the Guaro.
0: Oh um, yeah, man.
1: 19. Okay. Um, just another funny one about, you know, getting so lit. Schloss, off of
0: something, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah.
1: And then seeing this, you know, Uh, basically getting so lit that he hallucinated this guy just this creepy old guy laughing at him and everything and going over and trying to attack the tree and having to get taken home by his boys because he was just gone
0: yeah yeah oh that's hilarious yeah man (laughs) um as we're talking i just keep getting inundated with stories you know but we had on gosh man, the one where um and again, I can't for whatever reason i I need to pull up our, our website um the one with your mom's friend who came on she had visited the civil war um mm-hmm. battlefield um, yep, that was really cool she had uh a uh An experience where they were visiting, where the soldiers sort of would camp, and they could smell bacon frying, and Mm -hmm. uh, apparently that was a thing. Like they, you know, they were.
2: I've heard that before.
0: Yeah, it was wild, and she was like, she was so nice and so sweet. Like, I just cannot picture her pulling my leg. I I just, she was. Yeah, it was. It was like. It was real, and she was just like I just didn't know what to say about that. I didn't know what to do about that. I'd never mm-hmm. experienced anything like that, and like, you know, everybody could smell it.
3: My classmates at Shenandoah was um, the daughter of the gatekeeper at that time, or the cemetery um, um, manager. I guess is really what to what the what uh-huh. to call it. And we used to go over, a bunch of us used to go over and visit her. We could hear, now Winchester was taken and retaken. There's all sorts of different um, numbers uh, were taken and retaken, swap, swap sides between the North and the South, at least 17, and some people say up to a hundred times during oh, wow. the Civil
0: War. Okay. It goes back
3: and forth. And this particular house was used for uh, command headquarters and or other headquarters at times. And we could hear them playing poker in one of the upstairs bedrooms. And downstairs in the kitchen, we could smell food being cooked. Really? Nothing in there. Oh, Nothing. my Lord. So that was really wild. Wow. Wow. Uh, uh,
0: that is...
3: <laughs>
0: that is crazy. And how many people were you, like... When you experienced that, uh, a couple of people you were with, or
3: yeah, like three or four,
0: and everybody's wow. f- saw or yeah. felt wow. Yes, many and this
1: this is a regular occurrence.
3: Yes,
0: that they
1: would hear all the time. They're playing poker, and like how how clearly could you hear them? Could you distinguish the voices?
3: Uh, so, um, some of them a little bit. Um, a lot of it was just, just like just outside of our hearing range for clarity. Then yeah. one a word would come through. Wow. Wow.
0: So it's like listening to a, like a bunch of people, like just sort of chatter going on.
3: Yeah, but it was definitely, you could, you (laughs) you could tell they were playing cards because they were using poker terms.
0: Wow, Wow, man, Man. (gasps) that really did. That did did give me shivers, man. I mean, I've got, (laughs) that is so crazy. That was Kip way back, way back in episode 16. That's right. That was a great one, because she had another story about the flowers that mm-hmm. were found in her home that her husband ended up taking and having some FBI um, forensic work done to them. These were these were flowers that were found. This is the middle of winter, and... Uh, it, they were a, what a, they were a type of flower they weren't they weren't um i can't remember the whole story about that
1: they weren't local i believe they and they local. definitely they definitely were not in season for sure yeah and they just yeah they appeared uh in in the house
0: yeah very cool very cool episode go back and listen to that one for sure cuz that one that was was very very early on it was like oh wow these people some people have some crazy stories man
2: um speaking of war one of my favorite i mean that was a couple stories back but <laughs> <laughs> speaking of now um one of my favorite stories uh that came from your guys's podcast um was the uh Oh my God, I didn't. Remember. I think it was called something like "Walk the Wire," mm-hmm. "Walk the Line," "Walk the Wire," um, and it was that guy who was on tour in Germany, um, and he was out in the field with another soldier that he was out there with. Um, I think he said his tour was like something crazy. Like, I swear it was. 19 months? Does that make sense? That seems like a long time, but he said he was out there a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were out in the woods and someone was coming towards them and they were like, hey, what the hell is that? And then it came closer and it was like this big black thing with red eyes mm-hmm. and it was like floating towards them.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And he yeah. told his buddy that he was like, hey, we have to go check that out. And his buddy's like, fuck you, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> right yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was that was the Dracula uh right? This that was the Dracula X ex- episode, right? Let
4: me tell you what happened then. This my buddy had been we had these M16s with the flash suppressors and he had been packing an ice ball. Ed was big on ice balls. He had been packing an ice ball. And this thing starts approaching us across the clearing. And at that point, I don't know exactly how far away it was. I couldn't really see anything, but it wasn't walking. Um, It was floating above the snow. And this is what I saw. So I saw, and I know this, this almost sounds like the stereotypical... Vampire or something, it had on what I described as a. I, I just found this today. Okay. I, I went and Googled a Victorian double cape.
0: Yeah. Because right.
4: it had on like a little cape. I don't even know what they call it. Like a cape yeah. with a little cape up here. Yeah. And kind of a Lincoln stovepipe hat, but only half the height. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I saw no, it was just black, just charcoal gray. There was no distinguishing features. I never saw a leg movement. I never saw arm movement. And it just floated toward us across the snow. Upright. No no leg movement. It wasn't walking. It wasn't making tracks in the snow. And it was floating toward us. And completely
1: silent, yeah? Completely silent. Because it wouldn't be tracking. Oh, my
4: gosh. Um, And I've always been kind of into the paranormal since I was a kid. And... So, Ed, we, at first what we did was we kind of held our guns up, and we were like, I don't know, I, I'm not going to get too explicit with what we said, but it was, hey, and
0: Feel free to feel free. Yeah. <laughs> so
4: we got guns. Um, we thought maybe it was a German national, German local, mm-hmm. but we're 10 miles from any town. Yeah. Um, this thing didn't stop, even though you couldn't tell from a distance we had flash suppressors, um, and it just kept coming. And finally, when it got to be about 20, 30 yards away, Ed took this ice ball that he had been packing, and he threw it. And, oh, my God, it hit this thing square, dead center in the chest. And you could see the ice ball just splatter. Whoa. And so uh, this thing obviously had substance. Right. It had substance because when it hit it in the chest, it splattered. I could hear it splatter, and at that moment the eyes started glowing red. Oh, and it looked at Ed. Dude. I could see the eyes glowing red, and it looked at him. And I was like, "Ed, let's check this out. Let's we got to check this out." And he was like, "I, I almost... So can I tell you what he said?" He was, yeah, yeah, yeah. For free. We're, we're so he yeah. said, "Fuck you! I'm getting out of here." <laughs> That's and what I, was I would like, say this is, yeah. this is, we need to check this out so the next thing i hear from him is fuck you and he's already running he's like <laughs> five feet away so i didn't really realize what he was feeling mm. until it turned and looked at me and when it, i could feel when the gaze turned it was kind of like a laser beam and when it locked eyes with me I've never felt that kind of terror. I almost soiled myself. It was like um, my knees, it was something, my soul, I just felt it in my soul. Yeah. This thing looked at me, and the only thing I can uh, liken it to, it was like a meat grinder going both directions. It wanted to shred me. I could feel what it was thinking. Yeah. It was just thinking, I'm going to shred you. I'm going to decimate you, is what I felt. Damn. And it was just a feeling of horror and it kept coming, floating toward me, getting closer. And at first I was frozen and I couldn't even move. And I'd say it got within twenty feet and I still really couldn't see any features, yeah. no movement, but I here's here was my take on it. This was not a um it wasn't a ghost. Because it had solid substance, right I don't I think I, it was human at one point, but wasn't any longer um, it, it was evil, definitely evil, mm-hmm. and it wanted to hurt me,
1: yeah, that was Robert, and that was back in that was uh, episode seventy eight um, and he had a really cool one, a story about a uh um a UFO and a demon in the bathroom. And, uh, and he also, if you recall, was in the, a member of, uh, dark age, which was a, eighties, uh, uh, classic hair metal band. And, uh, I, you can find them on Spotify and, and, and YouTube. So go give them a listen. Uh, because yeah, they were great. They, he's the vocalist and they were awesome. Really good. I mean, you know, nice. like, I didn't know that. And I, you yeah. know, I mean,
0: totally in that like uh in the um you know that crossover between like the hair bands and like then and then you had like um um the bands that weren't so much of you know that that hair thing but but um started to get get kind of a little bit heavier kind of stuff mm-hmm. really really great so
2: is it like is it like old Metallica metal, or is it like
0: not that aggressive? No, no, it's Marvel. more like like Manowar, yeah, or that's, that's
1: what um, yeah, yeah, um, some of those early like um, Wasp, yeah, Wasp, yeah, um, wasp.
3: <laughs>
1: Judas Priest, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. So it's like early, it's like early, early eighties metal, yeah, um, and just it's really it it, it is good. It's really good. So check them out. Yeah, for sure. I didn't
2: realize that the cat, the bathroom story was a UFO story. No, the bathroom. Not, I missed that.
1: The bathroom story was the where's the the demon story, but there was a UFO story as well that I I can't remember um, which one particular, but I, I did I, He did have a UFO story, but the the one that the, that really stuck out with his story was the the vampire-esque thing, because we really haven't had any kind of other story like that. And that's I, yeah, I've just, never
2: heard of wow. like that. like yeah. I did look it up um, after, and I found something, some kind of legend um, in that area in Germany where there's an old scientist from the 1800s who um, he practiced, uh, uh, um, oh my God, what did they even call it?
3: alchemy
2: or satanic rituals
0: and
2: satanism back then there was a different what it was Uh, witchcraft no
1: no
2: it was definitely it definitely had a religious sound and connotation for it something like the dark arts something like that um but he practiced that and he ended up burning down all of his laboratories and then he ran away to sweden and then he came back and died something like that but the the legend is that he's in the he's out there and he's just like wandering around but the way people describe him is like a big black thing that's bigger and with like piercing eyes and old clothes Wow! which I don't think he mentioned in the story but
0: interesting
1: that is that's wild another great story with uh, piercing red eyes is a recent one um with about the uh, the the Mothman, yeah, that we had. That's right. Um, and I think that was.
2: I didn't know you had a Mothman episode.
1: Mm. Yeah, that was. recent. You didn't
2: personally reach out and tell me about this one.
1: I just assumed that you tune in every week religiously. Dark religiously.
3: Yeah.
1: That and that was. Um, Episode 206. Yeah, yeah. With uh, with Jackie. That's right. know, Jackie had a lot of different stories, uh, but that one was she saw a mothman, and um, it was – I think it was in her room or just outside. But yeah. Yeah, she said that. Yeah. She also saw um, some old man ghosts and some uh, – well, great UFO story
0: from uh, when she and her sister were little kids. Yeah. And then she said, many years later, her brother saw the Mothman. So, or he confirmed
1: that that's indeed uh, what he saw because I don't think she knew what, if that it was Mothman. She just described it at that, and he saw something and like, yeah,
0: yeah. So, right.
1: Another one of my favorites is when we have had had uh, well, we've had several fellow podcasters on sharing their stories. Um, but uh, it was we always had fun when we were hanging out with the most excellent girls. Yeah, um, yeah. They're always fun, and they had some good stories. and We always have good laughs, and uh, there's also um, Mythoslavic Carmen. Okay. Um, we had a mythos with Carmen from Mythoslavic on, and just you know, talking with her. You know, in Europe, living there and in, 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 uh, just, you know, Croatia, having, you know, international contacts when we've had, when we've spoken, spoken to people who are, you know, in different, not just different time zones, but a different part of the world, like we've had, you know, when we talked to Jake down in uh, Australia, yep. and uh, when uh, we talked to uh, Jesus James in Japan, Japan, yep, 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 and uh, and uh, Ben in England, yeah, and it's just it's just so cool, and um, you know, and we and Wendy in Canada, just having international contact yeah. with people and hearing all these these great, amazing, weird, wild stories from all over the world.
0: Yeah, definitely, it's really kind of amazing you know we talked about it before but like when we were kids you know you you don't you can't imagine what the future is going to hold and the fact that we're able to do this with technology that uh is 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 an, is amazing it's so cool mm-hmm. that you know we're able to have conversations like this um you know over timelines and uh you know uh you know uh, language barriers and it's just it's amazing it's amazing um, I was going to bring up uh, Dave Schrader when we had Dave on. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dave was a lot of fun to talk to. Um, and Dave, if you guys don't know, he was the uh, he had he's he's had radio shows on. Uh, but the, I, I'd say what he's probably best well known for was the Travel Channel's Holscher file files, which is like mm-hmm. a really cool. Some of those ghost shows that are on TV are just kind of not that great. In in the fact that you can tell there's a lot of acting going on and they're just trying to find shit, but like I really felt like that show was like pretty good at like, you know, and the angle that they had was like we're we're not just going to say that there's something here, we're actually going to investigate the thing and try to put, you know, try to have some closure. You know for these families or whoever owns property um and so they did a lot of research and um a psychic they had a psychic medium she would come in and she would yeah she would she was really good man she she could draw she would speak to these or or listen to or whatever she would do to the entities that were uh that were you know haunting these these different uh you know facilities and they were the old files the Hans holzer was is it hans right hans mm-hmm. he uh he was one of the first people to start actually documenting like with recordings and different ways of measuring with instruments hauntings and uh And so they went back into these old files that he had, and they started to reopen and examine them and try to get to the bottom of the stuff. And it's really a really good show. And he was super great. Mm -hmm. Just a great guy to talk to. Really, really cool.
2: So it was kind of like cold cases, but...
0: Correct. But haunted cold cases. Yeah. Like that. That's neat. Yeah, it was really neat because they had Hans Holzer's daughter on. Like she's either was- Hans, <laughs> Hans or Franz. <laughs> Hans or Franz.
1: Franz.
0: He would pump the them pop up. You up. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Hans.
1: <clears throat> this shows you the level of uh of research that we do uh for this show. Yeah. Uh yeah, Doctor Hans is what it is. Called. Yeah, yeah. So, so um, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'll tell you some other fun people that we've talked to uh, are, are all of our friends that are, you know, that are clowns and sideshow performers and burlesque performers <clears throat> and musicians who have these, this other kind of life, this yeah. performance life, this wandering artist life that is so unique and so very different uh, from most of us. You know, um, like our um, our buddy Emotron, who is just one of the most you yep. know positive people that I think we've ever talked what to. What name! Everything. Yeah, it's great. Oh, Emotron! Emotron? Great. Yeah. Yes. Oh my yeah.
2: god, that's amazing! Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yo, Bobby, you got to check it out. He told us all about his various uh, ayahuasca. Uh, meditation uh, practices. When he took ayahuasca ceremonies that he participated oh, in. Oh wow! And uh, yeah, just fantastic. And then, um, of course, the uh, the members of uh, Cutthroat Circus, Cutthroat, yep, mm-hmm. Cutthroat Sideshow, and uh, and 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 uh, uh, Thunder Snow Cone. Um, you know, with uh, it was Rebel Rabbit story about being suspended. Uh, you know, by hooks in her back above the the Jane's Addiction show and swinging around, and you know, Perry Farrell just tapping her foot and just <laughs> around and, stuff. and in the middle of a show. And, and you know, of course, uh, Scarlet Storm and, and Jeremy, the uh, king of all penguins, um, going to India and
0: just like freewheeling it, dude, just, just fucking freewheeling it in yeah, India, yeah. dude, yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. Wild, just yeah. wild
1: stuff.
0: Yeah. Really, yeah, those are great. All those all those episodes. Yep. We always look forward to talking to them for sure cuz you're going to hear some wild, wild stories. Yeah. Not a lot of yep. people and get it- to not, a, not 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 a lot of people are willing to put themselves mm. in uh in a situation where they're going to those shows, you know? But if you get the chance, go. Check Absolutely. it out. Absolutely. So, what got you into clown stuff?
5: Um, so, I have a,
0: a college degree in theater. I'm very <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and so, you're a, you're a thespian. You're serious. I am. A,
5: I am a thespian. Okay. Yeah. Great. Um, and I got really into hula hooping. That was really the first step into it. And when I came to Philadelphia, I knew that I wanted to do burlesque. And that I wanted to model and perform, mm-hmm. um, and it really, I got—I I just got pulled into it immediately. It was like I arrived here, and my friend in New Jersey that I knew from modeling, from all the sites and everything, was like, "Hey, you do hula hoop stuff, right?" And I was like, "I mean, yeah. You know, I'm like teaching myself, right? I'm not like class, like I'm not trained in this, this circus yeah. art, but I'm like, yeah." And she's like, Oh, could you like do burlesque and do that? And also, like, I have done burlesque maybe twice in my life at this point. And I'm like, Yeah, because I'm also camming, so I know how to strip. Yeah. "Yeah, I can, if I can hula hoop, I can probably hula hoop while taking clothes off. And she's like, Great. Can you do my show? It's the first show that I'm ever doing. And it's, you know, I'm like, Okay. So I take a bus out to Jersey and (laughs) I do this show and it goes well. And then from there, I meet somebody else from Philly who's like, hey, do you want to do this show? And then from there, I go, oh, do you want to go-go for this show? And, like, it just didn't stop. Wow. Um, and because I was doing mostly hula hoop stuff, I was like, well, I don't. It was really the style that decided that I was going to be a clown. Okay. Because I was like, I'm not doing, like, graceful, like, you know, Olympic-level ballet hula hoop stuff. I'm kind of, like, it's very clowny. It's very circus-based. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I'm just going to start painting my face like a clown and uh, that's going to be my thing. And so I did. And then I, you know, Scarlett had Thunder Snow Cone that she was making and she had just been on her first tour and was like, hey, do you want to go on tour? Fuck yeah, let's do it. (laughs)
3: Like, really
5: saying yes to things Mm -hmm. uh, has been like a big. source of success for me just say yes like yeah let's do it Gisela is the same and this is another where place where I was summoned recently Gisela is the person that called me and said hey uh you know I know that you've suspended twice do you want to suspend for Jane's addiction and I said fuck yeah
0: yeah man (laughs) let's
5: do it and I how was
0: how was that
5: incredible it was it was spectacular. How um,
0: great! How great of a band is Jane's Addiction? I mean, I'm a so big great, fan. So you great! Know, I'm, and it a, just, I'm a big fan.
5: It was a good vibe all around. Um, like we were when we were in the back, the guys were like, they were in their dressing room, like juicing, like making yeah, juices yeah. and having yeah, like a all, drum circle
0: Yeah thing. they're all super healthy like vegans and shit they, yeah. used to, <laughs> they used to shoot drugs and now they're back there drinking juice.
5: Yeah yeah, they're like making juice and having a drum circle and we were getting pierced and then we like we hung out with the hooks and watched the show and then when it was time we went up there and like we each stood on either side of the stage and you can actually see there's a video of this. Oh um, nice. Of this whole performance. Um and like, so it's this like finale thing. So the lights are all dark and they're like hooking us up. And then they like start hoisting us up. And all of a sudden, all of the lights come on and the music starts. And we're in front of like, it was at the, what was then the electric factory.
0: Okay. Yeah. So packed, full. Yeah. That's and you're a just, good, like, that's a good over size this space. Crowd. Yeah.
5: It is wild. And I was like, I was making eye contact with people and that was crazy. And then the weirdest part of the whole thing, I mean, it was like, it was maybe like a five, five to eight minute thing. At some point, like Perry Farrell's like touching my foot and like (laughs) Dave Navarro's right below me. And I'm like, this is wild. And I'm like, they're lowering me down at the end of it. And somebody from the audience throws their hat at me and I catch it in one hand
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow nice and so, nice.
5: and it's wild and yeah you can see this it's on youtube if you look that's up cool. like philadelphia jane's addiction flying dancers it's like something like that Sweet. but it's there and uh it's hilarious like i catch this hat at the end what a that's w- great random oh that's <laughs> awesome you what play a story off,
1: you, you gotta play it when things like that happen you gotta play it off like totally cool you can't be show Thanks. that you're surprised yeah. yourself you gotta be like you gotta and then like put that hat on or something
5: oh i was i thought about it but that hat was like covered in sweat or was, uh, like, uh, soaking so i immediately yeah. like tossed
0: it i was like yeah. ah, no.
2: no good
0: that's great that's awesome
2: I wouldn't know where to seek that out. If it was ever in front of me, I'd be like, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 But I never even, I kind of forget that that part of the world even exists. It seems right. like such a faraway place that's only in movies from like right. 60 right. years ago. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It became oh, like a, 100
2: years ago, actually.
0: It became a big deal back when Lollapalooza first started mm-hmm. in the 90s with Perry Farrell. He, he, he put on this guy, um, uh, Jim, Rose. Jim Rose, the Jim Rose circus, and they would do these crazy ass performances where he would like, you know, like suspend center blocks from his nipples and like do all kinds of crazy <laughs> shit, you know, and, and it was that was when like, gosh, man, that was before that was when the weird shit in in pop culture in America really started to take off. Mm hmm. And when tattooing became a big deal and piercing became a big deal, this sort of like we're going to get back to our tribal roots, kind of a kind of yep. a movement um, that's now become just something totally, you know, just taken off of a life of its own. But back then, it was was new, it was weird. It was like, oh my god, I can't watch, but I want to watch. You know, is that yeah. that kind of a thing? And and uh, and they and the and the cutthroat folks are just continuing that sort of legacy you know
1: and they're all you know super nice and super fun and hilarious and they've got yeah. such great stories and you know they would make every all of our mothers clutch at pearls just to see them you know right uh and and you know walk on the other side of the street but they're just you know they're just friendly they're good all people. of them good people yeah. super solid yeah. for sure you know, so yeah. speaking of you know, weird traveling people who have ex- adventures um, that are good people, and uh, and have all sorts of great stories and puts themselves somehow in all different kinds of scenarios. As our good buddy Sam,
0: um, <laughs> anytime he Sam might does, as well be on here too, man. Do I he, know, you
1: right? Know. You know, yeah.
6: Showered and hopefully ready for action, I slipped behind the wheel of my then 29-year-old Bonnie, cranked down the window and switched on her original single-speaker AM radio. Its crackle didn't aid my situation. The fungus was just beginning to take me away as I pulled up to Marvin's place of business. I was under its spell enough to be confused as to how to knock on the air conditioning unit of a funeral home. I gingerly tapped it a few times and then threw a few louder raps at it, hoping to overcome the roar of its fan as though I were Helen Keller visiting Jabba's palace at the beginning of Jedi. The two-car garage door rumbled up, revealing his Cadillac hearse, a stretched car, and a galaxy of half-used and unused funeral home paraphernalia tossed about on heavy metal shelves. The shadows made it difficult to focus. Marvin greeted me and issued an edict that later made me realize that I was losing yet another type of virginity altogether to someone who has popped more than a few of these particular cherries. We faced the metal door to okay. the embalming. What you're going to see and do here today is unlike anything you've ever done before. What I do in there is a completely natural and necessary part of the process of life. A lot of people think that they can handle what they see on their first try, and many do. But there's no shame if you can't. You shouldn't be worried or embarrassed if you feel the need to be sick. Just let me know if you're gonna be so we can handle it. Are you okay? I told him that I was, mustering all the drug-fueled <laughs> confidence I could. He opened the door and I walked into a room that came close to driving me even crazier. Slab. By this time, the mushrooms were fully piloting my body's machine. To say that I was even a co-pilot in my own shell was to overestimate my role in the situation. The door opened to reveal a room of shining surgical steel and sharp distractions. In the midst of it all lay the body of a very shriveled, very dead, and very naked man. Time morphed into an indecipherable enemy. A dry erase board next to the door conflicted with the sterility and scientificness of the rest of the room. Marvin told me that he used the board to record any accidental sticks or transfer of, of fluids. Funeral directors take regular HIV/AIDS tests after embalming room accidents and need to know the possible source of their diseases on the off chance that they one day contract one. I never knew a dry erase board could be so morbid. Oh my God. Gored out of my head, I watched and assisted him with his work. <clears throat> An embalmer's work consists of tricking a piece of meat into looking and smelling not too unfresh for several days. This mostly involves the removal of quantities of bodily fluids, which, left unchecked, would hasten decay. But begins with cleaning the body's outer husk. I had to head and shoulder the man's anus. Oh, the what? For? Hold on. <laughs>
1: Give us a little more detail. Exactly what you mean by you had to head and shoulder there. <laughs>
6: Well, what's the first thing you do when you die you piss and shit yourself the muscles relax and everything exits death brings about the release of all your muscles currently is subconsciously tightened as you read this or as you listen to this I ensure, <laughs> oops, I ensure that he slipped off in this mortal coil with a dander free asshole you're welcome <laughs> mysterious geezer <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I mean, I've only ever touched two buttholes in my life. Myself and whoever the hell that guy was.
3: <laughs> you missed it out? Uh, and you <laughs> <missing> out? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my
6: God. Oh, <laughs> Morticians, replace your bodily fluids with highly toxic chemicals, which stave off naturally... T- de- <clears throat> Highly toxic chemicals which stave off natural dehydrate. What the fuck?
1: <laughs> are the uh, uh, is the fungus kicking in again? Is yeah, I think so.
6: Flashback. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, if only again. we
1: could talk to the writer to figure out what exactly is fitting.
6: <laughs> I know. I don't, it. Uh, well, <laughs> it's a great philosopher Oral Roberts always said, "You know, drink to think." <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Was that Red Label? Yeah,
0: that is, that that
6: is a of Red. Oh, oh, damn! Doing it, yeah. doing, it. <laughs> doing it, doing it, doing it. Let's try this paragraph again. <laughs> Morticians replace your bodily fluids with highly toxic chemicals, which stave off natural deterioration for a short duration until internment or cremation. This fluid removal requires an 18-inch needle attached to a rubber hose running up to a vacuum device hidden in the ceiling. He jammed that metal monster into the man's chest well below his left rib cage. The uh, The needle has to hit all of the major areas containing fluid. Lungs, stomach, kidneys, heart. To get in all those areas, he has to jab it in and out and swivel the needle around. <laughs> it does not make for pleasant viewing. I held out well through this torture until ripples began emanating from the center of the man's chest and flowed out to the ends of his toes, fingers, and head. A fungus had me by the balls, and this was not the place to lose my shit. Good God, man. You're tripping <laughs> I heard balls. It, <laughs> Jesus.
0: <laughs> Doing all this tripping balls, man.
6: Oh, fuck. Marvin had medical, many surgical weapons. I was sure he wouldn't hesitate to use to put down this giant raving beast I rapidly found myself devolving into. Control and order must be maintained at all times. The more I focused, the more I lost it. <laughs> Richard you feeling okay marvin broke my foul concentration a cold piece of man meat stared up at me nothing more nothing less no permanent damage had taken place i would survive no i'm fine just got a little weirded out for a second and i replied tossing out the single biggest understatement of my life (laughs) it's okay if you feel the need to be sick no it's past. Thank you, though. (laughs) Thankfully, he had mistaken my inability to divert my eyes from the hallucination taking place on his client as the onset of a bout of illness. I've never vomited on mushrooms without aggressive help from alcohol, and I wasn't about to start in this lonely, cold room.
1: (laughs) Dude, your eyes must have been so big during this.
6: I mean. Yeah, I, I don't know how he didn't know something me was off. (laughs) <laughs> I think
1: that, you know, here's the thing I think that there's been, you know he, as he does this for mm-hmm. lots of people probably for his own entertainment and, you know, cheap help but, you know, he's probably seen so many people, one thing, when you're freaking out when you're seeing something so bizarre and uncustomary like that one of your natural reactions is for your, to go quiet and your eyes get really big Oh yeah, you know, exactly, so it's gonna look like what you're looking like tripping balls so yeah
6: yeah as long as i didn't open my mouth and express anything i was okay yeah. <laughs> going with Wonder i just can't speak should should he look like the coast of a lake all around his body with the waves rippling wait wait no 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 Shh, <laughs> shush, shush, don't talk don't talk
1: just stare <laughs> Did he come in with a lion head?
6: (laughs) (laughs) Did his testicles always look like leprechaun faces?
1: (laughs) And when did he catch on fire?
6: (laughs) That was when I decided this was going to be a cremation after all. (laughs) Facial. Embalmers begin their work outside to take care of the most pressing issues regarding hygiene. They then move inside in their attempt to stave off the effects of death for as long as necessary. Finally, return to the outside to work on aesthetics. Shampooed and filled with toxic chemicals, we now had to focus on putting his face in order. He told me we'd covered the basics that day. He'd take care of the cosmetics later. What followed surely would have damaged my soul, even if I hadn't been two dimensions removed from our own parcel of time and space. There's certain basics to cover. The complexities rise in difficulty with age. To do this job properly, the deceased lips and eyes must be shut. I guess you know, children don't want to see Grandpa staring at them from the casket. Yeah.: um,
1: I don't think many, you know adults want to see eyeballs staring. From the casket, regardless of children. Children actually would probably have less of a problem with a dead body looking at them than, it, than adults would, you know, having their, you know, dearly grandma over here just, you know, in her peepers and pearls smiling at you just like she was normal. I think that would be more disconcerting to a grown up because a little kid would probably just
6: try to talk to him. If I wasn't being cremated, I'd be full on taxidermied in like some grotesque. Position, and and I would demand that like all of my friends bring their children to view it too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just as long as it left you left, just as long as you had pants on, I would be okay with that.
6: Hot, do hot <laughs> pants count, Daisy Dukes? Come <laughs> on, baby, kick <keep> them daisies. <laughs>
3: Look at dead Sam with his Daisy Duke song. Look at dead Sam with his Daisy Duke song.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, what state of undress would you allow your child to view Sam in?
6: <laughs> as yes, a corpse. I, I don't know. Daisy Duke yeah, should be fine corpse. as a corpse. <laughs> I don't as know about his, I don't know. I don't know about his dead dicks sitting out though. Yeah, uh, okay. maybe yeah. if it stayed coiled in some pink right. pants
1: yeah yeah
0: how many episodes did we get out of sam
1: i i want to say at least four if not yeah, more yeah, yeah you know and
0: sam is finally
1: being able he is getting ready to go back to he's going to not to back to china but he's getting closer he's going to be going to um nepal Right, Nepal. Oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah, so he'll be closer to his wife. He's—they've been separated by COVID restrictions for uh, two years. And some Jesus, oh, well, three years, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So
2: that's crazy. So um,
1: it's yeah. been yeah, but he's—he's he's getting there to where he's you know one step closer to being reunited with the, the love of his life. Wow! Um, I can't change. even
2: imagine what <laughs> uh, like reuniting after that would be like. That's right wild
0: yeah, man you know some, you would
2: never expect for that to happen for any reason in your yeah, life yeah
0: it's yeah it's crazy i i sometimes i'll get on the old tiktok you know and um one of my favorite things to watch are people being reunited you know some of them are like old you know couples that have been together for a long time that i'm i'm assuming like maybe COVID or something kept them apart mm-hmm. you know and just like god man what's that's so uh touching you know so, so, hey. I like
2: the dogs too. Yeah, man. Yeah, too, <laughs> those, are, those are anyone? so
0: great, man. So great. Yeah. Well.
1: Yeah. You never see those with cats, and there's a reason
0: why. But, uh. Yeah,
2: they don't care. <laughs> Not at all. They're like, oh, thank God. Yeah, they're gone. yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> all right, fresh food now. Right, right. You know? but cats are great. I stand by mine. So yeah, no, cats, cats are good.
0: That's funny. Cool. Yeah. Right. Hey, well so many so many stories man we could fuck we we could sit here for hours i mean you know but it's just yeah i mean it's been amazing um i don't know it's been amazing
1: yeah yeah and we have only you weirdsville to thank for it you guys keep showing up And uh, you keep telling your stories, sharing your stories with us, sending your friends, sending your families, telling people to listen to the show, spreading the word, spreading the love, letting our community grow bigger and tighter uh, through all of our weird experiences. I mean, you know, we've been through so much together in these past four years. We started off with our feet just struggling around and we got good you know we were rolling we kind of barry and i have kind of figured out maybe a little bit how to do this podcasting thing uh we went through COVID, which was you know i mean that was a big it was a big wild experience for everybody
0: yeah it was fun to do this though because it got it was. and i think i found what i think at least i saw was people were super excited to do anything where they were talking to uh, anyone else Outside yes. of their, you know, confined space So, yeah And and we, man We've just been able to do this In a way that just, like, feels really good It feels organic, it doesn't feel pushed It feels like Again, just friendly conversation Real quick, I want to give You props, Adam, for All of the shit that you do, man I mean, because Without, you know you, you, People don't know this, but you you're the one That, like you're coming up with a lot of these ideas, and let's do this, and let's, you know, let's get topics together, and and you you put you put a lot of work into this thing, and and uh, I appreciate it. So, hey,
1: well, you know, I can fire back compliments right back at you, sir. And uh, you take the time out of your extremely busy schedule to record and to uh, edit and put it all together and make it sound good every week. We've always had. Really great sound and we've never really I mean we're still amateurs at podcasting. We've been doing this for four years, but we're still amateurs for sure. But we don't sound like it because uh you're how good you are. And if anybody out there is podcasting or thinking about doing a podcast and you need technical uh a producer or something, you know get a hold of
0: Barry. Yeah, definitely. Please do. Yeah, it'd be great.
1: And uh he will I'm for hire. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pimping him out. You know, I yeah. get ten yeah, percent. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. For know. sure,
0: for sure, for sure. <laughs> but
1: seriously, you know, and or any audio needs, you know, get a hold of him. He might be able to help you out one way yeah. or another. He's yeah. he's, he's incredible.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. Please.
1: And um, so yeah, yeah. But so, no, and it's, I know. it's
0: it's great. I appreciate you know everyone contributing again. Hub, Bobby. Seriously, you guys. You know, yep. you you help. Uh, take some of the load off and you bring excitement and you bring another angle to this thing we appreciate you guys being able to contribute as as much as you have thank you
2: I just it's like hanging you? out you guys are my yeah. friends
6: <laughs> <laughs> it's always a pleasure it's always a pleasure and
3: congratulations guys on on uh, your four year anniversary I think that's, that's really something I really do
0: cool thank you thanks buddy
1: all right. Well, um, I guess we're uh, done um, walking down memory lane, hand in hand, patting each other on the back, giving each other this giant group hug. Um, and I've noticed uh, Jeff's wandering hands on my backside. But hey, we've been <laughs> we've been friends a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing new. <laughs> Nothing new at all. But uh, once again, thank you, Weirdsville. Um, we, you know, we want to hear more from you and hear your great and wonderful stories of all kinds. We know you've got them. Um, so just, uh, you know, hey, give us a like and uh, and, and, and subscribe if you haven't. Uh, that'll save you time of trying to hunt us down every week. You know, it's right there in your newsfeed of your uh, favorite podcatcher. Um, I also want to thank uh, Hub and, and Bobby for stopping by. Um, definitely, you know, anytime you guys want to join in, we, you, you know, Barry and I—I almost said Barry and I have an open relationship. But that's not exactly. <laughs> not exactly. Well,
0: maybe it's open I from said. your end.
1: Not exactly what I meant in that aspect, you know, but, uh, yeah, it, it, you're free to come on. <laughs> and, this is one of my talents of making it awkward. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks again, Weirdsville. We love you. And uh, from, from me and from Barry and uh, Jeff and Bobby, thanks for listening. Thanks for the support. Thanks for all the love for these past four years. We got at least contractually 40 more. So uh, we will see you next time here on the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Until then, be safe. Be weird. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them,